Hi there. It's time for the 111th QuackCast. This one is simply called Warts. As this essay was first published, I was finishing a 12-day stretch covering my partner while he was off getting multidrug-resistant tuberculosis and typhoid fever. He went to India. I may well have to autoclave him when he returns before I let him in the hospital. Double the work means double the fun, but time goes down by the power. Same things happen with kids. If you have two kids, the work squares. Three kids, the work cubes. A linear change in one domain leads to an exponential change in other domains. I'm sure that phenomena has a name that somebody out there knows. So a short post this week. When I make the rounds at the hospitals, it is not unusual for people to ask questions about their health and their family. I learned long ago to ask why when they want an answer to a particular question, so I do not inadvertently offend a colleague. When I like to offend, it is to be advertent. Years ago, I was asked what I thought of hyperbaric oxygen, and I replied, eh, it's great for the bends, but otherwise mostly serves to enrich hyperbaric doctors. Why do you ask? I am the new director of the hyperbaric program, was the reply. Eh. Open mouth, insert foot. So recently, a nurse asked me if duct tape would remove warts. Wary, I asked why, and she showed me a huge wart on her hand. I have used duct tape for many purposes. Few home repairs cannot be temporarily accomplished with duct tape. But treating warts? Do you use the tape as a way to yank the wart out by its roots? Got me. I gave it my best Gallic shrug and went looking for information. Warts. And from here on, I'm going to refer to warts only on the hand or due to a virus, the papillomavirus. Or so I was taught. For the first two years, I took the bus to medical school. And occasionally someone would see that I was reading a medical text and strike up a conversation. This usually occurred on the trip to the school. After gross anatomy lab, the last class of the day, I usually sat alone on the way home. I assumed the result of my smell. Preserved cadavers have a penetrating fragrance that saturates the skin and the hair and will drive away even the urine-stained crazies. Once it was a student at the naturopathic school who struck up the conversation, who noted that, contrary to what I was taught, warts are actually the result of the body walling off toxins and expelling them. I remember thinking at the time, this is a loon. And the last thing you want to do is egg on a loon when you can't run away. So I smiled grimly, made non-committal grunts, and was relieved when he got off the bus. Turns out he wasn't a loon, but was merely repeating the teaching of his school. It's the naturopathic school that has the loons. Quote, Naturopaths believe that symptoms such as warts are the result of toxins in the body and an immune system that is not running efficiently. They may prescribe treatments such as colonic irrigation alongside a program of healthy eating to raise the general level of health. A naturopath may suggest a paste made with vitamin C applied to the wart daily for a period of a few weeks. End of quote. 
Remember, folks, these are the folks that want to be primary care docs. Have a wart, get a colonic. Determining effective treatments for warts is problematic since the natural history for most warts is to go away. I think my voice gets higher and higher as I do these podcasts. In a study that is slightly creepy, but how it was done back in the day, they found, quote, the natural history of warts was recorded by examining 1,000, nice even number, institutionalized mentally defective children for two years. Treatment for warts was withheld. We found one, the overall incidence increased from 18 to 25 percent in two years. Two, the dynamic aspect of warts was reflected by the fact that two thirds of the original lesions in 168 cases involuted within two years. And three, involution occurred almost twice as often in boys as girls. That's the only study of the natural history of warts I can find. Two-thirds will go away in two years. So if you get two years of colonics, you can credit the colonic with the resolution of the warts. And the ever-questionable Cochrane Review notes, quote, in 21 trials with placebo groups that use participants as the unit of analysis, the average cure rate of placebo preparations was 27% after an average period of 15 weeks. Warts are a self-limited disease. There are many popular remedies for warts. Pick a supplement, complementary, or alternative medicine, a scam, and it has been used on warts. Some allege benefit, some do not. My wife, who grew up in rural Minnesota on the farm, swears by milkweed. She is anecdote central for the efficacy of milkweed. Warts melt away with the application of milkweed milk. There was one trial out of India that evaluated milkweed and, sorry hun, it didn't work. On the other hand, there are 140 types of milkweed, and in Minnesota it is... Asclepsius syrica, not the Asclepsius curasavicia, I can't pronounce these Latin terms, that was tested in India. So the best you can say about milkweed is one down, 139 to go. Besides, I'm not going to cross my wife on the efficacy of milkweed. Although, unlike Dr. Oz, I would if vaccines were involved. On the popular cures for warts, my favorite is still Mark Twain. Quote, ah, talk about trying to cure warts with spunk water. Such a blameful way as that. Why, it ain't a going to do any good. You got to go all by yourself to the middle of the woods where you know there's spunk water, stump. And just as it's midnight, you back up against the stump and jam your hand in and say, Barleycorn, barleycorn, engine meal shorts, spunk water, spunk water, swallow these warts. And then walk away 11 steps with your eyes shut and turn around three times and walk home without speaking to anybody. Because if you speak, the charm's busted. Well, that sounds like a good way, but that ain't the way Bob Tanner done. No, sir, you can bet he didn't, because he's the wartiest boy in town. He wouldn't have a wart on him if he knowed how to work spunk water. I've took off thousands of warts off my hands that way, Huck. I play with frogs so much, I've got considerable many warts. Sometimes I take them off with a bean.
Yeah, beans good. I've done that. Have you? What's your way? You take and split the bean and cut the wart so as to get some blood. And then you put your blood on one piece of the bean and take a dig a hole and bury it around midnight at the crossroads in the dark of the moon. And then you burn up the rest of the bean. You see, the piece that's got the blood on it will keep drawing and drawing, trying to fetch the other piece of it. And so that helps the blood draw the wart, and pretty soon off she comes. Yeah, that's it, Huck. That's it. Though when you're burying it, if you say, down bean, off wart, come no more to bother me, it's better. That's the way Joe Harper does, and he's been nearly to Coonville and most everywhere. But say, how do you cure them with dead cats? Why, you take your cat and go in the graveyard long about midnight when somebody that was wicked has been buried, and then it's midnight a devil will come, or maybe two or three. But you can't see them. You can only hear something like the wind or maybe hear them talk. And when they're talking that fellow away, you heave your cat after them and say, devil follow corpse, cat follow devil, warts follow cat, I'm done with ye. That'll fetch any wart. That final cure does run the risk of witnessing a murder, however, and all the adventures that follow. And really, when you think about it, all the above-mentioned wart cures are no different than what they are taught in naturopathy school. There's an interesting and variable literature on hypnosis curing warts that someday I would like to review, but I know so little about hypnosis, and this is not the podcast. Warts do have a more supernatural-slash-mind-body reputation to their treatment than most common ailments. Although, I had always been told that people could hypnotize away warts on one side of the body only. I always pronounce it that way after watching David Letterman. What literature I could find suggests that that is not true. Bummer. One of my favorite myths. I feel the need to start a sentence with actually next time the topic comes up. Actually, the studies don't show that you can hypnotize warts away on one half of the body only. I received an interesting email from a colleague, a Dr. Robinson, that has a very interesting approach to warts. A doctor wraps the offending wart in a silk tape and asks the patient to describe its mood. Angry wart? He draws an angry face on the bandage. Sad wart? He, dr he draws a sad face. Next, he offers the patient an exotic coin. He carries them in a Ziploc bag. Our Norwegian kroner and Argentine peso. One coin equals the price of a wart. If the growth returns, he expects his coin back. But so far, after probably 100 wart exorcisms, he's never had a refund. Finally, he tells the patient to remove the bandage at the stroke of midnight. If it's too late for a patient, he offers bedtime as a substitute. The warts go away. I have a feeling that the doctor, a Dr. Burkhart, is having fun with wart therapy since he is treating children, and it is part of the art of medicine that I can appreciate and admire. Still, it has that odd vibe to it that hypnosis adds to wart therapy. But I have to stay on topic. The topic is duct tape. Squirrel! There are a surprising number of hits for duct tape and warts on the pub meds. The mechanism by which duct tape is alleged to work is the Goldfinger effect. By occluding the area of all its oxygen, then it dies. Warts, like people, are supplied from the inside, 
and neither warts nor the girl covered in gold paint will die as a result of being covered with duct tape or with gold paint. There are clinical trials for duct tape. It did not work in adults. Quote, there are no statistically significant differences in the proportions of patients with resolution of the target wart in the treatment group or the placebo group. But warts are usually more difficult to treat in adults, as was that study. So how about kids? Nope. In a six-week trial, duct tape had a modest but non-significant effect on wart resolution and diameter reduction when compared with placebo in a cohort of primary school children. At least no better than placebo, but better than cryotherapy. Quote, duct tape occlusion therapy was significantly more effective than cryotherapy for the treatment of the common wart. Although when you read the wart treatment literature, there is great variability in all the responses to all the therapies, depending in part on how long you follow them. The Cochrane Review only found two duct tape studies, which is what I found, and suggests that for most therapies for warts, there are minimal efficacy over doing nothing. A systematic review suggests that the best therapy really is still not known for warts. It appears that duct tape does nothing and other therapies little more. Me? I'm sticking with the dead cat in the cemetery. Any intervention that uses a dead cat is superior and good by definition. And that ends a quick 111th Quackcast.